Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today's a good day because it's a new day. And no better time than now to hang out with Dr. Sharice Johnson, psychotherapist and mindfulness practitioner and author of the book, Inspired Mindsets, releasing patterns that no longer serve you well. It's go time. What you got for us, Doc? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Dear Dr. Sharice. It is I, it is you, and we are back together again. I never take it for granted that you're here, that you show up, that you listen. I hope that what you're listening to is just good food for your soul, for your mind, for your body, and that you are also helping to nurture and nourish the people around you in really helpful ways. Focus of today, because I know that your time is important and I want to get right into it, is dealing with disappointment. I am going to take a sip before we even start this. Disappointment. Oh, it is such a loaded, loaded topic. And I can't name just one person who put this in as a question because there were literally almost 50 people who put in questions centered around disappointment. Disappointment, I think you first have to acknowledge it's inevitable. We are going to experience disappointment. And what makes it different for each person is what you believe it says about you when you experience disappointment, what you believe that your worth because people disappointed you, how frequently you feel like you deal with disappointment, and even who the source of disappointment was. I am a huge proponent of always looking at a recipe and thinking about who you are and who you were in terms of your family of origin. So I want you to take a moment and think. Growing up as early as you can remember, what was disappointment like? Did you feel like you could trust other people that were around you? Because it can go a couple of different ways. Sometimes there's situations where you live with other people who expect you to be really strong and not disappoint them. So as a result, you are super responsible, super available, always there for other people, but your standard is so high that it makes it really difficult for other people to meet it. So there can be this part of you that you overcompensate and do too much because you don't want to disappoint other people, but there can also be another part of you that constantly expects other people to disappoint you. And as a result, you hold them on a pedestal that they never asked to be on. And there's a lot of nuances in between. If you were an individual that grew up in a home that everything was roses and your parents and family overshadowed and they just did too much. Let me let me be honest. There's no therapeutic way of saying that. They enabled you in the sense of we need to experience disappointment. If you're a parent, let me just say that right now. Your children need to experience disappointment so that they learn how to navigate it, so that they learn that Being disappointed doesn't necessarily mean that they did something wrong. They have to learn how to balance and manage the emotions and go, it is not the end of the world to be disappointed. But back to what I was saying, if you have grown up in a situation where 
everything was made to look perfect and beautiful, even though it wasn't, then there's this part of you that struggles with disappointment because you haven't learned how to be honest with yourself. Maybe emotions were not allowed in your home, even though you may internally feel like you constantly disappoint yourself. And then when other people disappoint you, you fall apart. You act like it's the end of the world. Now, there's another example I want to give, but before I do, I'm going to give you a moment to take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. You might need to take a sip of whatever non-alcoholic beverage that you are drinking. There is an element of disappointment that occurs because there are situations where you are asking other people to meet needs they were never designed to meet. You are asking the people in your life to love you in a way that you don't even love yourself. You are asking people that you know don't have the capacity to give you what you need. How do you know? Because they've shown you. Not once, not twice, multiple times. So I'm real. I'm as real as it comes as a person, as a therapist, and everything in between. There are definitely dynamics where you are experiencing disappointment because you are surrounded by people that do not, how to, do not know how to love you, that do not know how to treat you. And as a result, they continue to let you down and you take it and believe that it has something to do with you. You may need an overhaul. You may need to explore why do you allow people in your life that you recognize are going to be disappointing? I have a few potential answers, but you might need a breath first. And you kind of think I'm playing, but I am honestly being serious because I realized that what I just said stung some hearts, made a few people kind of clutch their pearls or curl their toes, as we say, to be funny. It's true. When you think about the people in your life that disappoint you, why have you still allowed them to stay? There can be a number of reasons. One, sometimes they're family and they're not going anywhere. But even with family, and we're going to talk about this in a few weeks, there are boundaries that you can put in place to make sure that you are protecting yourself from those circumstances unless you are a child and you have no choice. Other things to consider is if your self-worth is low, you'll accept anyone and anything that occurs in your life. It's been a few weeks, but I made this post and I said, if you're starving, if you are so thirsty for whatever you can receive from other people, you will drink from whatever cup that you are given. And everybody isn't pouring into your cup. Some people you don't even notice, they are poking holes in your cup and draining you, but you love the perception of having someone there. So I really want you to consider and take inventory. Are you in the midst of disappointment because you are surrounded by people that do not reciprocate, that do not have the capacity to give and to pour into your life. And so it's not a matter of 
how do you deal with disappointment? It might be a matter of what needs to be healed in your life so that you are surrounded by people that match your energy, that bring to the table what you bring. And I'm not talking about in terms of materialism. I mean, in terms of care, healthy relationships are reciprocal. There's an ebb and a flow. There's a give and a take. It's not always 50-50, but it's going to be 80 and 20 and 60 and 40 and 70 and 30. And you and that other person or persons, that's going to switch. But if you are constantly placing yourself in relationships where you are the 90 and they are the 10, and then you look around and go, why won't anyone give me more? Because you have surrounded yourself with people who are like, I like the way things are. I'm really comfortable and I love that I don't have to give you a lot. And you accept crumbs. Now, when you're disappointed, what can you do? What are some healthy ways to manage disappointment? Pause and then we'll get into it. Number one, ask yourself is the disappointment due to a need that they're designed to meet or one that you need to meet for yourself. Number two, recognize that people will disappoint you and be honest about the fact that you will not be able to please everyone. Number three, Understand that some people just aren't good and your role is to separate yourself from those people in your life. And finally, I want you to literally take time and write down, this is tough, but powerful, where am I? disappointing myself. And this is not an attempt to beat yourself up and list all your wrongs. Take a little journey with me. This is a process of you being able to ask yourself, where am I letting me down in terms of how I care for myself, in terms of how I respect myself, in terms of how I govern myself, in terms of my consistency, in terms of my expectations. So if you're bent towards negativity, I would even encourage you to use those specific things. What I want you to do is I want you to recognize that we often attract what we reflect. So if I'm in this constant state in my life where I'm disappointing myself. I'm not caring for myself well. I am inconsistent. I am not nourishing myself. I am not respecting my mind, my body, my intellect, my resources, my time, or my energy. I will find myself in connection with people who are going to do the same. Now, I recognize That this conversation and disappointment may have gone in a direction that you did not expect. You came in thinking, well, what can I do about all these people who let me down? Guess what? Nothing other than separate yourself from them. 
But what you can look at is where are you letting yourself down? And as a result of that unmet need, that place, that internal area that you may be starving for something specific, you have allowed these connections that are pulling you down and keeping you away from your highest potential. Please look at me. If you are watching this or listen closely, if you're listening by audio, you deserve better. And the place that you have the most impact is within you. That's where your power lies. That's where you have the ability to go. When did I stop caring for me? Have I ever genuinely cared for me? Regardless of your gender, because I know, fellas, there's some fellas out there too. This may be more difficult for you to see, but you may feel like people let you down because somewhere along the way, you were taught a narrative that means you have to be there for everybody else and not to let anybody in. And that narrative can be for anyone, but I want to specifically speak to that. This goes across all lines is we accept people that often treat us parallel to how we treat ourselves. And until we take responsibility for the ways in which we are letting ourselves down because we need to repair the way we see ourselves, the way we view ourselves, and the way we respect ourselves, then we will give other people that same permission. Because have you ever met anybody that you think about, man, they don't take anything from anybody. Doesn't mean that they don't get disappointed. What it means is that they have requirements, not expectations. Think about that for a moment. Expectations are this, I'm going to let you stay in my life and I just hope that you're going to give me what I need. Requirements means if you are going to be in my life, This is what I require from you as a basic bottom line so that I am not managing unnecessary disappointment because my requirements have not been met. I'm preaching to myself. It just made me think about if you apply for a job, before you even apply for the job, you go through and you look at what are the minimum requirements, because that place and that organization is basically saying to you, if you don't meet these minimum standards, do not apply because we don't want to invest time in you to be disappointed because you do not have the capacity to do what we need you to do. Did you hear that? You might want to press rewind. I'm just saying. Here's your action step. Because knowledge is not power without application. What does it require for people to be in your life? Mm, I can feel that. I can feel me asking that question and some of you being like, oh, let me turn this off. You can, and then I'm going to need you to catch your breath and turn it back on. What are the requirements? for being in your life. And if you have none, that's a whole place to work. 
or also notice if those requirements are inconsistent. And there's one set here and there's another set there. That being said, take everything that you've heard today. I'm going to stop here because I realize that some of the things that I said may have stung a little, might be a little heavy. But I share these things because I want you to really find that place of unmasking, of unlayering and getting to the root and the core. And the core is always going to start within you in particular. Please continue to share, to let me know how you feel about what's being said, to answer the poll questions on Spotify, to interact on Apple or YouTube or all of the different platforms that are available. Continue to check out the Life Songs playlist on Spotify. And each week, I typically let you know what I'm listening to, but let's mix it up. I want you to let me know, what are you listening to this week off the Life Songs playlist? What particular song has been on repeat? What songs, and I've appreciated some of the suggestions, do you feel like would be a great addition to that specific playlist? And as you can, please sit down and review the podcast so we can let the whole world know there's something new, there's something fresh, and there's something healthy that can be a huge and significant part of encouraging their lives. Until we meet again, be well, do your best, and don't take mess from anyone.